Now entering the Bitcoin Podcast Network. It's a Bitcoin Podcast. The only one that's making your money in the So hold on. Everybody, uh, yeah, welcome back to the to the Bitcoin podcast. Uh, I'm the host that first talk Fox Fox first. Wow. wow, come on, brain. Try that again. Wow, you heard all that. Okay, I'm the host that talks first. D. I'm the host that talks next, Doctor Corey Petty. What's up, man? You got gravy on the brain? Yeah, and this. This is episode 285. Yeah, bro. I am gonna be full for three weeks straight. Like I've I've eaten a lot of turkey. It's uh, eaten a lot of it. It's turkey time. I had I had my fill yesterday and the day before when I was in Texas. Now I'm back in B more and mm-hmm. gonna get my fill again tomorrow for my Friendsgiving. Like I don't get the point of all this. And at some point it's like why are we just eating and sleeping and eating and sleeping? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just a reason. I feel like that's all I've done. I mean, in my opinion, none of the original reason, like meaning behind Thanksgiving matters. It's just a reason for us to get together with our friends, cook some meals, and hang out, which we do anyway. But it's like it's just a dedicated day to do that. Or like, I oh, cool. Uh, it's, you know, there's a, there's a holiday. So people get off work. So there's more of a chance that I can go home and see everybody. That's about it. Yeah, I mean that's true. Nobody's it's, caring it's about cool. pilgrims. That part is the feathers best part. and Indians and and genocide. Oh, on the contrary, my friend. <laughs> I actually got this rad pilgrim hat. No I'm kidding. Um, yeah. All the excessive eating. One thing I haven't had a lot of, which I'm kind of disappointed in myself for, is I haven't had a lot of dessert this year. I haven't had one slice of pie, You're which old, is dude. stupid as fuck. You're old. Like, I don't even know you can't be, can't be eating that where sugar. the pie is. You can't be eating that sugar. Yeah, but that's the point of Turkey Day is to, to, to wash it down with pecan pie and enjoy and like look at that plate as you've just like as as you've mastered the plate. And you've conquered everything that was on it, and you're like, "Yes, I'm pretty but sure." I don't even know where the pie is. I'm pretty sure the point of Thanksgiving as a red-blooded American is to be upset at how poor the Dallas Cowboys perform. Oh, Jason Garrett's uh, resume is on LinkedIn already. <laughs> like he's gonna get fired. <laughs> he's gonna get fired. All right, um, so what do you want? Let's talk about let's talk about some yeah. crypto. 
Um, All right, man. Um, I got excited about one bit of news. Before you go, I know you're yeah. talking about yeah. something you um, really want to talk about, but, but I got excited that Germany just passed laws that now banks can be custodians of cryptocurrency for like any bank in Germany. Why does that excite you? So I thought like, wow, that, it excites me because I kind of see this becoming like, you know, there's those slow bread comes towards adoption. And this is one of them where it's like all of a sudden, you know, people in Germany one day are going to get like an, an app update and the little bubble that pops up. That's like, hey, you want to see what's new? And usually you're like, no, thanks, bitch. I know how to use this app. But this time it might be like, oh, you think you want to know what's new? Like Bitcoin's new. And they're like, what? What's the Bitcoin? The Bitcoin in the app. That's not German. <laughs> But like the old anyways, days of you ostracizing but, everyone out. Yeah. It's the Bitcoin in my app. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> so, you know, it's just more people are exposed to it. More people likely to own it. And I'd say you know it's not going to do. Okay. It may have some tick towards uh, adoption, but I'd say what it does is legitimize things a lot. In the, in, the, in the eyes of people who don't know any better, still have that like weird feeling that Bitcoin is for drugs and like and like evildoers on the internet, and it's only from like buying you know terrible things on dark nets. When when it's ubiquitously across all banking applications, and it's like just an option that you see everywhere, that gives you like a large background legitimization of what the technology is, right? Mm-hmm. If it's just like something that everyone offers and everyone accepts, then it becomes something that people don't necessarily think is for like crazy folk trying to get into bad things. Because when you like, let's be honest, most of the people who listen to this podcast have understood this space, uh, understand a lot of it. You know, they, they get it right. They're not listening to us because they're trying to figure things out more often than not. And when they go home, mm-hmm. if they're Americans, they go home for Thanksgiving and they go and talk to their, you know, their grandma, their, their brother, their cousins, whatever. And they try and prophetize this stuff and become like an evangelist for Bitcoin. They're just like, I don't know what that is. And the things that I use don't give me access to it. So it's probably bad. And that's the, t- in my opinion, that's the typical response. So when banks start like adding it in and it becomes more mainstream and it's just everywhere, they don't get that flack as much. And I don't think mm-hmm. we're, I think we'll start to see like less of a pushback on stupid responses to what Bitcoin is or isn't. Yeah, I think that's what it, that's a good point. That's a good way to look at it. The legitimacy of Bitcoin um, has always been in question. And I'm glad that like once you see stuff like that, people will be like, oh, this is just like regular stuff. Just more numbers. And so hopefully, you know, people will start to see in Germany, at least they'll see their Bitcoin numbers go up. And that's so weird, I mean, though. not like Isn't that not weird? because of the price. Like, why would mean, banks so decide to do that? I don't know. That, that's a weird thing. Like, so I don't know. Maybe that's because it's such a speculative vehicle for me. Um, Like banks don't like um, normal banking applications don't let you hold stocks. I don't know, man. Maybe they just want people. Yeah, if they're custodians, they just want you know 
they just they just want to hold people's Bitcoin for them. Yeah, but like, right? They could be custodians of all kinds of things. It it really pushes Bitcoin towards a money than anything else because banking applications don't let you hold stocks. You can't hold like how many it banks let you like, hold gold. Yeah, that's true. It, it it could be just like a just a pure marketing play of you know we've got all these customers, these young people that we know would be our customers if we had did something that they like, and maybe this is them, this is their attempt to do something that young people like, so they can get more customers. So like Doctor Evil into like their other services. I'm hip. I'm with it. <laughs> Pretty much. I think that's probably what's going on. Hey, young kids. Come join our we're bank. We're cool. We're so... Yeah, hey, we're cool. Look at us. We got the Bitcoins. <laughs> so you can come over here. Who's that guy? Who's that guy? So, I uh, thought it he's was in all the, um He's in all the... Uh, like, he was in Big Daddy. Tom Cruise? Absolutely not. Um, oh, Adam Sandler? Yeah, Adam, he's in Adam, a bunch of Adam Sandler's movies, but he's also like in Boardwalk Steve Empire. Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Like, like whenever I see stuff like this, I picture yeah. that like quintessential meme where he's like, I don't know what it was, what skit he did, where he's like dressed up like a high school kid and Steve Buscemi. So he looks like he's you know, 113 years old. He's like, hey guys, I'm just 13 like you guys, you know. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the picture I see when things like this happen. <laughs> but it's, in my opinion, an overall good. Like it's, it's not what this stuff was meant to be used for. It's not why it exists. It's not, you know what I mean? It's not, it's none of those things. It's just, it helps adoption in a sense that it, it's only other financial infrastructure legitimizing what's happening here or like trying to latch onto it. Yeah. It's definitely not, wasn't Satoshi's original intent. Most likely that banks would be custodians of people's Bitcoin. I'm pretty sure he didn't want that, but that's where we are. So, um, but yeah, let's 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 talk about the other things. You, you sounded kind of like not upset, but just bothered by what went down over the not over the weekend in the past few days. In it's the pretty Ethereum big. I mean, it's, it's a it's. I'd say it's not even the Ethereum community. It's the regulation community. Um, so regulators, yeah, they got mounted up. Virgil Griffith, um, <laughs> is an Ethereum researcher for the Ethereum Foundation, and he wanted to go. He currently resides in Singapore, but is a citizen of the United States, from what I've read. He wanted to go to a conference in North Korea. He let's see which conference it was. I got to mm. pull up here. There's like a bunch of different, there's a bunch of different ones that are of varying quality here. Uh, Pyongyang, Pyongyang Blockchain Conference. Ah, Pyongyang Blockchain and Cryptocurrency Conference. My apologies for any terrible pronunciations. Uh, so I wanted to go to this one and give a talk. And he asked permission because you need to do that in America, United States, because um, as it stands, I don't know if you know this, 
North Korea and the United States don't get along that well. Surprise, surprise. What? Yeah. Crazy, huh? Since when? They're crazy, huh? That's that's fucking crazy. I so can't believe asked, that. Yeah, the United States said, oh, hell no. Right? They're like, you can't go there and give, you know, uh, advanced technologically um, conferences to help North Korea get ahead on anything. And so, he's like, all right, uh, I'm going anyway. And he went. Just straight up. He just went anyway. And when he got back, they're like, all right, well, now you're under arrest. And he's currently under arrest for, let's see here. Um, I am looking at finance.yahoo.com. This is all over the internet right now. Let's see. Ooh, I'm sure that's got a nasty spin on it. Has arrested and charged Virgil Griffith for violating the U.S. sanctions law and traveling to North Korea to, do, to quote, deliver a presentation and technical advice on using cryptocurrency and blockchain technology to avoid sanctions, end quote. Quote, as alleged, Virgil Griffith provided highly technical information to North Korea, knowing that this information could be used to help North Korea launder money and evade sanctions, end quote. That was by Attorney General S. Berman, right? So basically they're saying you went to North Korea to help them evade, like, like money launder and evade sanctions. We told you you couldn't go. There's two sides of the story here, I'd say. I mean, there's more sides of the story, but there's two parts of that. One is like, like, that you, this, this currency, cryptocurrency, is a global phenomenon. There is no jurisdiction associated with cryptocurrency. At least there should not be. There are, so, there are for some in terms of how they're, how they're maintained and such. Um, but for the truly open and permissionless cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum, there is no jurisdiction. They don't, they don't reside in any country. There's no permissions on who can use them, et cetera, et cetera. I desperately believe in that. That's something that's, it's truly like, like the goal of what we're doing. But Mm -hmm. is he, is he, is he at fault here? I think he is. Hell yeah. They said no. Hell yeah. He's don't go. Fun. You're going to get fucked up if you go. And he said, okay. And he went. Yeah, like, man. You can't, you can't, like, be, you can't gotta be surprised like, know, You got to know when like, to ask for permission and forgive. What's the old saying? Ask for forgiveness, not permission. Yeah, that doesn't go 100% of the time. Okay. That's not a. That's You got to know when to do that. And in this case, you asked for permission and you didn't get it. And then you just went and broke the law. So you to jail, you go. Like 20 years, though? I mean, am I wrong so about so the, that? the maximum sentence for, um, I think, this particular charge Bro, is Korea 20 years in prison. Just said, yeah, man. North Korea just said this morning they're just going to start launching ballistic mysticals at, mysticals, mysticals. Missiles at Japan. <laughs> ballistic <laughs> mysticals. <laughs> Oh, yes. It's the missile right there. <laughs> the ballistic <laughs> mystical. <laughs> Anyways, they just said they're going to start launching ballistic missiles at Japan. Like, North Korea's bananas. Like, don't go anywhere near North Korea. So I'm not going to name any names I here. Mean, yeah, he's way wrong. From the people that I talk to on the regular, everyone is under the assumption that um, Virgil was stupid in this, in this, in this whole scenario. Um, and 
the way that he conducts himself on the internet is not going to read very well when being written, being read from a piece of paper because he's basically an internet troll. So he provides quality research. Like the work that he does is quality. Uh, he contributes, he actually mm-hmm. ad- administers the F research um, uh, site, which is where the majority of like quality foundational research goes, those who contribute to it in, in the Ethereum ecosystem and outside of it for that matter. Um, but if you watch his Twitter, it's mostly like shit posting and trolling. It, when people go back to like figure out him in the context of American legislation, the things that he says in the public domain will not read very well. He has set himself up to be like screwed. So he just made a he made a terrible decisions in this, in my opinion. Yeah, like, the only also, thing like, playing any, in my head right now. Yeah, anyone going to North Korea is just taking tremendous risks in the process of going there. Yeah, unless you're Dennis Rodman. How does but he everybody do it? else, how does he do yeah, it? Just don't go. Well, he's Dennis Rodman. Like uh, the fifty percent of it is like, well, no, ninety percent of it is that no one gives a shit what he does ever. And the other ten percent is it's just like what 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 could he do? What's, he's what's he gonna what's he gonna you gonna teach him basketball? Yeah, he's gonna teach him how to get a good rebound and cheat on Madonna. Like, no, there's not much he can do. So, um, I just keep hearing that Will Rogers. This isn't a Will Rogers song. Like, you gotta know when to hold. Know when to fold. Like, I, I feel like if that. Virgil would have listened to that song. I think it's Will Rogers. I'm probably wrong about that. But yeah, man, in this case, you just don't do what the US government said don't like if somebody if your government says don't do that and you're like, well, we're gonna do it anyway, um, don't be surprised when they're like, Well, um yeah, now you you're gonna have to go to jail now. So <laughs> I mean we told I mean, that's kind you of just, like Yeah. Like here's the other question to that. Yeah, that's is, some, that's some toddler well, shit. Maybe not question, but thing to thing to think about is this is um I guess what's the word I'm looking for? This shows you what impact They're not. regulation has on technology and global politics. Like we, you can make a truly borderless technology in just the process of it's like he went back. He, he's tweeted about this for a long time. He went over there and more often than I, I more than likely I have no idea what he actually presented. He just gave a presentation on what Ethereum was. Could have been anything. Could have been just private keys. I, don't, I have no idea. It was it was a, probably just a regular ass blockchain talk you've seen everywhere. That's basically public domain. Anyone in North Korea, if they actually had internet, which they probably don't, at least, you know, real internet, um, they could have just looked it up and found the same information that he went over there and gave. Um, But, Mm -hmm. like, just the process of going and sharing information can put you in prison based on global politics. So, we created this global technology that has no jurisdiction, yet... 
humans will find a way to put jurisdictions on who gets to adopt it, who gets to use it, how you share that information, what advantages that information actually like that information of use actually has. Like he's being put in prison because he was helping North Korea evade sanctions and money launder. And if you think about that, it's only through the process of sharing publicly knowledgeable information, because there's nothing on Ethereum that's private, that he's being charged for that. Can you, th- can you think of a, mm. another example of that with different technology? Mm. I think that's a I'm new thing. and I just can't. I personally think it's a new thing. Yeah. That's why that's, that's why I'm like I'm interested in this is that like this is what governments are doing what they can do. But they don't have any type of precedence beforehand to deal with what happens when you share like when you share information like this cuz the information being shared has always been an issue for for governments, right? Like that's why, like, was it like Iran just turned their internet off completely because they're having issues with certain things and people sharing it was a was a problem. So it's like, all right, internet's off. China, the great firewall of China has always been an issue in terms of what they allow their people to see within the country. But it's that's mm-hmm. just regular ass information. But what about financial information like this? Where like this is how you use money, new money for that matter. Yeah, I think the the human aspect of the implementation of cryptocurrency is heavily, heavily not even thought about. It was heavily neglected um, as this stuff got popular. And that's just a huge question mark as to what countries are going to do what and how and how that affects everything. You know, that's the last hurdle. That was clearly a clear path forward. Like, yeah, I say a lot of the times I'm very confident, you know, Bitcoin's not going anywhere. It's the the route to it not going anywhere that is scary. It's like, what does that ultimately look like? Um, do you hear my niece yelling in the background? Absolutely. Everyone hears that. Oh boy. I might be able to take that out in post production. So um maybe they won't hear that when we're done here. Okay. Um, where was I? I was just saying that how we get yes, there. It's, it's going to be around. Very, uh, but how we get there is going to be rough. It's going to take forever, man. I think it's going to take 20 or 30 years before Bitcoin is anywhere near adopted like we had hoped. It's definitely not going to be some revolution that we th- that at least I thought at the, at some point. Well, think about all the change that's going to be some horde, right? Like say, like this, this, this utopia oh, dude, that everyone in the space lot. sees is is kind of absurd. Um, when you talk like like maximalists or people who are bought in tremendously to say Bitcoin, like in the future it's just going to be Bitcoin or it's just going to be X coin or whatever, right? It's going to take over the global. It's going to take over global mm-hmm. finance and it's going to be the thing that everyone uses. If you think about the amount of change associated with how that happens it's ridiculous like we can't even send someone across the country to talk about using this stuff 
and without without sending them to prison. Like think about all the things that need to change where like this becomes happenstance and normal. And all of the ingrained organizations that will have to basically build themselves up from the ground up to if they, if they were to work with a with with a with a global money that everyone uses. So what what do we do? Do we try mm. and say fuck it? Like I say, the crypto anarchists are like, yeah, they need to burn to the ground. But that's not going to happen unless something burn catas- this motherfucker down. Unless something catastrophic happens, which is which is reasonable. But if something catastrophic happens, we don't have internet, so cryptocurrencies are gone. Mm, yeah, they're gone, but not gone. Gone. You know. It's yeah, a, you can access the network without. Them. Can't use them. But it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, catastrophe pretty much puts a hard stop on everything. But I think you're absolutely right that there's very, very, very fundamental changes that have to happen, especially given the last 200 years. Uh, The last 200 years of capitalism have been very fundamentally shifting for humanity. And uh, there's just a lot that would have to change. It would be bananas. I don't know. But I think that's kind of like what the fun that we get to have is that as we gain experience and how to do things, uh, we can figure out how those changes look. Right. Because there's not a lot of people that are thinking about about these uh, implementations on the order that you are or that I have in the past. And there's gonna they're gonna need the people to make the decisions as to what it actually looks like. I was so this this is funny. It kind of gets to your talk, your talk about like the pendulum swinging from centralized to decentralized and what that looks like. And me and you always get to this point, to where we just can't define what it looks like. Like we don't, we don't know. It, it, I, don't, I don't think it's you a know hit, what I mean. Right. That's the thing. It's like I don't think there's one thing. Technology is used to help human communication. There's not one type of human communication. So there's not one thing. And to, like, to, and to think that we, ha- we have created something that does it all is so arrogant. It's tantamount to saying, like, mm-hmm. I know the like, I know what God is, or some shit like that. Like it's you can't just push all of human human, human communication in a very confined value protocol. It's so asinine, in my opinion. And so Ariana Grande thinks God is a woman. She could be. You don't know. You don't know. Mm-mm, I don't. <laughs> That's very true. God, well, God was a woman in uh, what's that movie? Uh, uh, Dogma with uh, Matt Damon and Bit Dogma. Yeah. yeah. That's a great movie. That's a good movie. If you have not seen Dogma Audience, movie, I suggest yeah. you go watch that. It is um, it is a classic, terrible movie. That baby is going And then off. a guy is the god. Yeah, she is. She's, it's, you know, we might need to wrap It's holiday up, times, guys. She's going to have to deal with it this time. Yeah, sorry, guys. That's my niece. That's my niece, and she's she's... Very speaking, loud. Speaking of holiday times, so. have you found it? Have you found it easier to 
talk with your family about this stuff. So I remember back in the day, it was like, what? Shut up. Eat your turkey. Now they're like, my parents don't even ask anymore. Like when I go and talk and I'm with a family, they don't even try and figure out what I do or I just, oh, you do things that have to do with Bitcoin kind of on the internet. Um, how's life elsewhere? Otherwise. Or like if they have a, <laughs> and if they have a friend, they're like, oh, you should talk to my brother. I'm not going to try and say what he's going to say. You should just talk to my brother. Uh, but like, yeah. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. No, that's it. I was just going to say, they actually bring it up to me now. So I'm a lot less, um, what do they say? Like having Bitcoin conversations without consent. Like I, <laughs> I, I just kind of chill and they'll come to me and they'll be like, oh yeah, like, you know, how, how's the Bitcoin, uh, thing treating you and what's going on in Bitcoin? Like they're actually curious. It's their one time a year. They get a total download of everything that I possibly could care about in crypto and where I think things are going. So, um, yeah, it's a lot more lax. It's a lot. It's a house. Bitcoin is a, at least in the States, Bitcoin is a household name. Like it's, it's here. It's people understand it. it's like volatility. Yeah, like I don't people, think people are making jokes it. about it. They're people like, people don't understand it. They know it's volatile well, th- and it's a thing. But they don't get pretty it. much like they don't get it. They're I think like, my uncle, my uncle was like, go ahead. That's what I was saying. Like that's it's they everyone knows that it exists. Some people make money off of it. The price is down probably. They know that, but they still don't know what it is or why it exists or anything like that. It's just it's gone from what's the word you just said? To oh yeah, that thing. Yeah. And it's not even like even if it was, they don't even care about the price. Like I'm telling you that right now. So if the price is high and they don't and you don't care and the price is low and you don't care, the price is irrelevant. So they're just like, oh, okay, it's still happening. And then <laughs> My you son's know, still doing like, this thing. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Aunties are always like, That's so cool. That's crazy how you're like into that Bitcoin thing. And it's just like, All right, guys, yeah. Let's change the subject. Let's talk about Dallas Cowboys. Like, it's wow. always fun. Wow. <laughs> They're just so bad at football and they haven't been good in a really long time. This is coming from a Kansas City Chiefs fan. We we haven't been to Super Bowl since Super Bowl four. Yeah, but were you ever America's team? Yeah. Nope. I mean, there'd be no Super Bowl without the Kansas City Chiefs. One. Two. Like, no, we weren't. No, no, we were not America's team. No, we were not. <laughs> um, but that is true. There'd be no Super Bowl without the Kansas City Chiefs. And so no one cares. Uh, you guys should care. <laughs> yeah, man. There's so much stuff. Um, that's like humans are going to be humans. With respect to you can't like stop a human from being human sanctions, regulations, jurisdictions, and so on and so forth. It's one of those, like, adoption and not giving a shit. Like, I'm surprised ladies of the night aren't throwing out cooter for Bitcoin like it's going out of style. Like, I figure that would be because ladies how? of the night yeah, are how? throwing what are you around talking about? Who's gonna give it to all kinds of stuff. Who's gonna give it to them? X gonna give it to them. 
Well, somebody with Bitcoin is going to give them, give it to them. But I'm pretty sure, like, if they branded their cooter well enough, like, their cooter could be snatching a Bitcoin left and right. Let's see. Let's see if we can bring <laughs> back keep on. on saying it. Let's see if we can bring back someone on the show who has branded their cooter well enough to make a living off of it. So I'd be curious because, like, back in the day, um, we interviewed a few people who were, were were escorts, and that was one of the most boring interviews I've ever conducted. Um, but like, yeah, yeah it was like three trying. questions long. It was like, so yeah, I was like, yeah, we just basically asked the guys if they want to pay in Bitcoin, and they say yes, and they do, and that's the interview. Thanks, bye. We were like, all right, <laughs> okay, but like. Is it hard to accept? I, I want to know no, what she's at not, now. Not. She's like, no, that didn't work. Or mm. she's like, oh, it's been fantastic. I'm rich now. Or we're just chugging along trying to what if, do the thing. Here's a thought. What if you could like, there was like a little pressure sensor on their thighs and then like a certain number of pumps was all you got. Get the fuck out of here. We're done here. Let's wrap it, the wrap it up. Just like okay, every man who's getting an escort hard. should do, we're going to wrap this up. Um, <laughs> we, do, we do a bunch of podcasts on the network. You should be listening to us. They're all different. Check yeah. them out. Buy yeah, no, our book. No interview this. Yeah, no interview. Yep. It's holidays, man. We're just we're relaxing. Uh, we love our family. We love the people around us. We're just hanging out. Yeah. If you're listening to this, look directly at your family member next to them and tell them you love them. Unless you don't. <laughs> then look at the other family member and tell them you love them. All right. Um, shout out to Zoe Saldana again. I watched Endgame and I'm back hooked on her. It's just her face, bro. So It's so nice. Even when it's great. It's just a nice face. Shout out to Zazi. Oh, shout out to Zazi Beats. Uh, who who's on my shit list, but I still love you, girl. Um, Play the outro.